Russell Westbrook, Clutchbrook, the West Wolf. Gets it done in overtime. Scores 10 of the 12 Wizards points in overtime. He also assists on the other bucket to Bradley Beal, a lob. So he scored or assists on 100% of the Wizards' overtime points because he's the clutch brook. They pull out a victory versus the New Orleans Pelicans, 117-115. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook have monster scoring nights. And the Wizards get it done at home. And now have won five out of the last six games. Once again, have us asking, is this team good? Welcome back to the Westwood Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, as great as Russell Westbrook was, I want to start off with who the game ball should have went to. The Gaff Brook. Russell Westbrook and Daniel Gafford made this game so fun to watch. Let's talk about Gafford. Man, he blocked Zion Williamson 9,850,767,222 times in that one game. <laughs> oh, it was so fun to watch. Gafford, he's athletic. He can jump out the gym. He can protect the rim. He alters shots, blocks shots. If you could just store it up and go get it. I know he's loving playing with Russell Westbrook, but at the same time, I know Russell Westbrook is loving playing with him. That's one thing I can say about next season. Their center rotation, Thomas Bryant and Daniel Gaffer, is going to be pretty good for the Washington Wizards. Uh, I think they solidified, solidified that area for next season. Um, they still got to get some 3 and D wings, especially some shooters. Um, but Daniel Gafford was awesome tonight. Uh, he was very, very good versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, on the defensive end, he was just hustling. He was all over the floor. He was trying to block shots, and he's blocking everybody's shot. If he wasn't, he was altering the shot. He was grabbing rebounds. He was ripping the ball away from Zion Williamson on rebounds. He was running the floor afterwards. Russell Westbrook was awarding him for running the floor. Uh, I think even Bradley Beal got a, a good little wraparound pass for Daniel Gafford in this game. It was just amazing. And because he was such a rim protector, the Washington Wizards were able to overcome the offensive struggles from Bradley Beal in this one. In the past, guys, it was really hard for the Washington Wizards to get over the hump when Bradley Beal had nights like he's had uh, as of late. Bradley Beal was 10 of 29 from the field, 0 of 9 from 3. He did not shoot well. Now, he had 30 points, Russ had 36, so they put up 66 as a team, which is insanity. As a team, they put up 66 points, 15 assists, and 19 rebounds. I mean, that's crazy. However, guys, they, all, they had a total of eight turnovers. I'm ha I told you eight or less is what I want from them, too. They each had four. I was really happy with that. But Bradley Bill struggled tonight, and because of the offense that Gafford gave us and because of the defense that Gafford gave us, they were able to overcome and win this game 117 to 115. Look, 115 is a lot of points, but Gafford, he also only played 26 minutes. Guys, I think Gafford should start. That's my, I mean, did we even see Lynn anymore at the end of this, in the second half, other than starting the second half? I don't think so. He's good enough to start, but he's not good enough to close. Brooks is 
or Lopez is good enough to close, but not good enough to start. Gafford's good enough to do both. And when I say that, I'm not saying I'm making that decision. Brooks does not start Lopez. He used to, but then he will close with Lopez. So apparently he's not good enough to start, but he's good enough to close. Well, Gaffer is good enough to do both. He only played 26 minutes. He was an impact. Look, Gaffer was 7-11 from the field. He just went up and got everything. 18 points, 7 rebounds. I don't even care about his 5 fouls because they were good ones. He made nothing easy in the paint. And that's what we've all been begging for all season long. Nothing easy. You're either going to get hit real good and it's a basketball play or I'm blocking that crap. I'm sending it in the stands. I mean, he was a plus 16 on the night, guys. He had four blocks. And I know I say 900 million. It just seemed like every time Zion Williamson went up and around Gaffer, he threw that shit back in his face. It was absolutely beautiful. Very happy with him. I know Russ had almost a triple-double, a 36-point, 14 rebound, or 15 rebound, 9 assists night. But the, the ball game, for me, goes to Daniel Gafford. It was absolutely amazing. Now, if you want to say they should share the ball game, look, I'm a coach for junior high for soccer and basketball. I don't believe in sharing the, the ball game. But if you want to share the ball game, it has to go to Russell Westbrook, who played 44 minutes at the age of 32. Guys, you say he was washed. Well, he's playing 44 minutes, uh, and he is absolutely outstanding out there. I tweeted his stats. I tweeted his stats right after the game, like as I always do. And, guys, not only was he great, he was efficient. Russell Westbrook's stats, he was 36 points, 15 rebounds, 9 assists, 13 of 24 from the field for 54% shooting, 3 of 6 from 3 for 50% shooting. Guys, the Wizards wouldn't have hit any threes if it wasn't for Russell Westbrook and Garrison Matthews. Uh, that was absolutely amazing. Um, 7-11 from the free throw line for 63%. Not the best, but he's been shooting about 75% from the free throw line in his last like six or seven games. Uh, and 62.4% true shooting. He had 10 of the 12 overtime points. Like I said, he scored or assisted on all of them. And then he hit the two clutch free throws. He's the goat brook. He's the clutch brook. He's the clutch brook, guys. No one can do it better. No one of the Wizards can do it better. I think Bradley Beal is an amazing player. He's had his clutch moments. He can score, and he is an elite player. But when regulation happened and Bradley Beal was driven the ball out there with 14 seconds left, I 100% thought, I'd just much rather this be Russ with the ball in his hands. Because the thing about Russell Westbrook that people don't know and understand unless you actually watch him, he would have made the right play. I know they like to make it loud when Russell Westbrook takes a deep three and it's tied. He should have gone up, gone to the basket. Guys, those are just the games everybody wants to talk about. I've watched him be one of the most clutch players I've ever seen in my life. Of course, Jordan is elite. Of course, Kobe Bryant is elite. But Russell Westbrook, as far as clutch buckets, that's why he won that MVP. He didn't win it because he averaged a triple-double. He won it because he averaged a triple-double while winning 56% of his games and being the most clutch player in the NBA that season. Russell Westbrook is clutch. He's shooting 56% in the clutch this season for the Washington Wizards. And so in that moment, I thought I want the ball in Russell Westbrook's hands, not just because he shoots 56% from the 
from the field in the clutch time this season. And historically, he's a clutch player, but because he'll make the right play. Russell Westbrook often passed it to Kevin Durant when the ball should have been in Kevin Durant's hand in the dying seconds. Russell Westbrook has routinely passed the ball off to Paul George in the clutch when Paul George was elite in the OKC Thunder uniform. I've seen Russ make the right play in the corner to Alex Abrines for the Thunder because it's the right play to make. He does that. So I thought it should have been in his hands because he would have made the right play. I don't know, seven or eight times out of ten, he would make the, he makes the right play. You just hear about the two or three times out of a ten game, ten clutch games when he doesn't. And even that is, you know, that's your opinion. If he would have made the three, everybody would have thought it was a great shot in those those past times. Seven to eight out of ten times, he makes the right play in the clutch. When Bradley Bill was dribbling that ball, I knew no one else was going to touch it. And that's nothing against Bradley Beal. I mean, he's he's an elite scorer. He should want to shoot the ball in that moment. So I don't, I don't take that as slander. But I knew no one else was going to touch this ball. And the double was coming as soon as he made his move anyway. That's the truth. Because there's no Bertons, the double was coming regardless. Because there was, there was just no shooters on the floor as soon as he made his move. So some people were complaining, why the screen? Now, here's the thing. A good point someone made on Twitter. I forget who it was. If you're going to ask for the screen, use it. I In the clutch, I, I feel that. Nonetheless, that's Bradley Bill's choice. Bradley Bill's choice was to call for the screen. He could have just went one-on-one on Lonzo Ball. But Lonzo Ball is a great defender, and he's tall, guys. He's much taller than Bradley Bill. And he's an elite defender, Lonzo Ball. He called for the screen. Now, he rejected the screen, didn't use it. I get it. Probably should have used it. But that's his call in that moment. And he's got to make the right play. So people were saying, don't send the screen. The the screen was coming anyway. Or the double was coming anyway. As soon as he got to making his move, they were going to send someone. They are going to blitz him right when he hit the three-point line. So I wanted in Russell Westbrook's hands. Nonetheless, Russell Westbrook got it done in the clutch in overtime. Russell Westbrook's involvement the last like six minutes to overtime. I'm going to make a video on that uh, because it was absolutely outstanding what he did in those moments. Now let's move on. I, Russell Westbrook was outstanding. Like I said, just efficient. He's just been so good as of late. Uh, this is the Russell Westbrook we know. Russell Westbrook fans, y'all know what I'm talking about. So we have to sit here and, and listen to him get slander when he's injured because our look, our point guard here in Washington. He's not going to make any injury excuses. So when we all say, nah, something's wrong, that's because us Westbrook fans know. But he's not going to say a thing. So people slander him and slander him and slander him until he gets healthy. And then they shut up. That's that's how it goes. They were slandering him when he first got to Houston because he didn't really know the offense. They were making him play the way he didn't want to play. He went to Dan Tony and said, look, this is not my game. I'm taking minis. I'm going to the basket. He started playing like an MVP level from December through March. And then people lost their minds when he got hurt in the bubble. And we had to sit here since the bubble and watch him get slandered and beat down. And now that he's playing well, no one's saying a word. That's fine, though. That's fine, though. Russell Westbrook, the West Wolf, 
the clutch brook, the Brody himself. Uh, Rui also struggled. That's another way that you know Gafford made an impact. There's no Bertans. Beal struggled from the field. Then Rui was 3 of 13 or 5 from 3. Guys, they they weren't. There was four threes made. There were four of 27 for 14%. The Wizards won a game and they shot 14% from three. Oh my gosh. Goodness gracious. That's terrible. Three of them were made by Russell Westbrook, one by Garrison Matthews. That's it. That's it. Rui 0 of 5. Denny 0 of 2. Beal 0 of 9. Bunga 0 of 3. Just putrid. Shooting from the outside. However, Rui did have three rebounds, three assists, two steals. Uh, so, he, you know, he, he did get that done. Alex Landy played 16 minutes. He's four or five from the field for eight points. Had two blocks, five rebounds. Um, like I said, Daniel Gafford's the one who really, really brought it off the bench. Ish, Ish Smith had six. He played minutes next to Russell Westbrook. I didn't think he should. Um, and let's talk about that. There was a, I think it was in the second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's right. There was a lineup of Russell Westbrook, Gafford. I call him Gaffbrook. Russell Westbrook, Gafford, Neto, Bunga, and Denny. Guys, they were fun to watch, and it wasn't even about the offense. They were scoring points. They were. It was about the fact that the defense was so good. And if the Pelicans went to the rack, they would be in foul. I mean, good fouls. I mean, you're not getting nothing easy in here. It was really fun to watch. It was good defense. I think in that stretch, Denny didn't foul too much. Um, they were getting steals. Neto and Russell Westbrook and Gap. It was just it was so fun to watch. We didn't see that lineup again for some reason. Nonetheless, we won the game. Um, I want to see more of that. I'd like to see it again versus the Pistons tonight, uh, tomorrow night. I'd like to see it again and see what that is about. Um, just to make sure it wasn't a fluke, but it was a lot of fun to watch. I tweeted that then people were agreeing, um, that they were making fun of Scott Brooks saying, yeah, you won't ever see it again. And then we didn't see it that again, uh, that night, uh, versus the Pelicans, but that's a good lineup and I want to see it. Uh, Bunga, you know, he didn't shoot well. He was one of four from the field, zero of three from three. Uh, he had uh, two rebounds and assists. Um, that's it. But the, the defense, it was just solid defense. Um, Ish Smith played more with Russell Westbrook in the second half. I don't, I don't like that. I don't think it's good for either player. Uh, although Ish Smith was three of three from the field, he had six points, uh, three assists, two rebounds. It just, it's just kind of clunky. When they're on that court together, I don't like three guard lineup at all. I don't like when they run Neto, Ishmith, and Russell Westbrook. I just can't stand it. Um, they're too small and and they don't shoot well enough outside of Neto um, to really uh, cause any problems for the defense uh, on the offensive end. But nonetheless, <clears throat> we see it all the time. Robin Lopez played eleven minutes. Uh, he's one on one from the field. I didn't think Lopez was great in this one in his minutes. I think that's why uh, Scott Brooks just kind of set him down and uh, kind of played more Alex Lynn and uh, and Daniel Gafford. I don't think he was good in this one defensively. Um, it kind of was all over the place. He was a minus nine his eleven in his eleven minutes. It just I don't know. He didn't look good. I have to agree with that. Um, 
But guys, it's nice. Uh, between Alex Lynn and Daniel Gafford, they had six blocks. Denny added another block. I'm really, really happy about that. I do want to add Denny. Um, I know he didn't have the great offensive output, uh, but he played some very good defense um, on Brandon Ingram. Um, took the ball from him a couple times. Got him a blo- got a block on him. He really made it difficult. I know. Uh, I know that um, Ingram. He had a night. Uh, you know, he had 34 points, but he was 12 of 27 from the field, which isn't good either. Uh, Denny made it pretty tough for him. Um, I did want to give him that credit. Great job. The defense with Denny, Gafford, Russell Westbrook, Bonga, uh, uh, and it was just in Neto. It was just so good. It was so good. Um, very happy with that. But guys, I'm going to make a video on Russell Westbrook's last six minutes of regulation and overtime versus New Orleans Pelicans. Make sure you go check that out on YouTube, um, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. So make sure you go check it out. Subscribe, hit that subscribe button there. Um, but guys, I was very happy with this game. They played outstanding. Um, is this team good? I don't think we should decide that yet. Look, guys, we're tied for the 10th seed uh, with the Chicago Bulls, I believe, in the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, so we'll see uh, if the Wizards can play themselves into the play-in tournament and make some noise. But guys, this is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you use. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and much, much more. So please hit that subscribe button. If you like video analysis, like the video I told you I'm going to make today about Russell Westbrook's last six minutes of the fourth quarter and his overtime minutes, please go subscribe to J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westbrook Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And as always, until next time, peace.